text for the message this morning is Matthew 13, verses 10 to 17. We'll read that together. Then the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered them, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, You will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Beloved Church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, great crowds of people were standing on the beach of the Sea of Galilee, listening intently to a man who was seated in a boat, which was probably floating a little ways off the shore. And if you happened to be one of those people among the crowd that day, you would have heard the great preacher tell you a story about a farmer who was scattering seed in his field. Jesus described what became of the seed according to the place where it fell. And when he was done talking about the success of the seed that fell on good soil, he made a simple statement in verse 9, He who has ears, let him hear. Now all that you would have heard if you were in the crowd was a story about some seed and then an exhortation to heed this teaching. And only those who came to Jesus Uh, Those in the crowd who came to Jesus later, together with the disciples, heard the words of our text and the explanation of the parable. The disciples and many people in the crowd as well understood that the Lord Jesus had used a parable to reveal things about his kingdom, just like Nathan the prophet had done in the Old Testament to teach King David. Parables were more than just illustrations but they were a special form of teaching that Jesus used as an instrument to bring people to a response of faith in Jesus Christ or unbelief. Those who recognized that the parable presented the truth were happy. They were drawn closer to Jesus. But those who denied the truth that the parable revealed about the kingdom, they felt angry or became further hardened in their denial about Jesus Christ and the distance from their Savior grew. In our text, the Lord Jesus explains this purpose of the parables as he calls all people with ears to hear and to believe. And I preach you this gospel under the theme, Jesus' parables draw out two responses, unbelief and faith. 
We'll see the nature and the reason and our response to this difference. If you look back in Matthew to the context, you'll notice that up to this point in his ministry, the Lord Jesus had been preaching the good news in a very clear and understandable way. You can think of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5 and 6, where the Lord Jesus used God's law to reveal the nature of the kingdom of God that he was bringing and the character of the citizens of his kingdom. Everything he said pointed to himself and the salvation that he was bringing. And everybody had the opportunity to hear this truth so clearly explained. However, the more that Jesus was teaching and and revealing, the more clear it was that there were also people among the covenant uh, people of God who did not believe that he was the Savior. Besides the evidence of faith in some, the rejection among others who heard Jesus preaching was so strong that we read in Matthew 12, verse 14, that Jesus had to get away from the Pharisees because they were starting to plot against him to kill him. And it was about this time that the Lord Jesus also began to start teaching the people in parables. And the parable of the sower that we read highlights the different kinds of responses that Jesus was encountering while he was preaching. Sometimes when people hear the gospel, their hearts are hard. They reject it right away. Others do receive it, but they do not accept it into their hearts. And therefore, after the joy of temporary faith has vanished, they turn away. Still others choke the seed of the word by the thorns of the cares of this world and they bring forth no fruit. The reactions that our Lord Jesus talks about are those that we continue to see among children of believers who have been given the privilege of holding the secrets of the kingdom of heaven in their hands. And how sad it is as we read this parable and reflect on the truth that is being described when we hear or perhaps even struggle within our own hearts those words where we might think that gospel, that's not for me. Or we think maybe later, or I'd rather do things my own way. Or I'm not willing to give up the desires and pleasures of this world for Jesus Christ. Jesus teaches us that this rejection is according to the prophecy of Isaiah. And he draws a connection to Israel hardened in sin to people reacting to his preaching right then. He quotes Isaiah, You will indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their, and their eyes they have closed." So we see the continuation of a hardness even among the the people of God. And into this context, the Lord Jesus speaks and teaches with parables. Only some of the seed, the seed that was sown on receptive hearts, takes root and grows and produces a crop. The prophets made it clear that this is a response that we should expect. It's a twofold response to the preaching of the gospel. And Jesus used parables to draw these responses out from those to whom he preached. 
Jesus makes it clear that when people hear parables, they either see and hear and then perceive and understand the truth so that they believe that Jesus is their Savior, or they see and hear but do not immediately perceive and understand that Jesus is their Savior. The difference between all mankind is made visible in how we respond to the revelation of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. And from the context, it is clear that the word secrets doesn't mean the things that cannot be known, but rather the secrets are the deep and underlying truth that can only be known to those who study and learn God's Word. We even sang about that in Psalm 78. Jesus spoke in parables to reveal this difference in the world, to make that difference manifest while we are still here in the, on the earth so that we can repent so he calls the faithful to, to let the words of Jesus Christ impact their lives. And when Jesus told a parable, it was only beneficial to those who were given wisdom by God. And you can read about that in the beginning of Proverbs chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. Now in that context, in understanding that fools are those who do not have the eternal perspective, people who only live for the moment, we can see that those who do not have wisdom are truly seeing things without seeing them, or hearing words without really hearing them. And so they simply do not understand, as our Lord Jesus explains in verse 13. Parables sometimes then drove off people. They drove off people whose hearts were filled with wickedness and rebellion. And if Jesus' description of the kingdom seemed foreign to his listeners, if it, it's something that doesn't relate to your reality, or if it was something that the people who heard felt they weren't interested in being a part of, well, that parable story that Jesus tells would be taken as offensive, or perhaps someone might even think that it's childish. Unbelievers who may even listen to the gospel, to, might even hear a, a parable, may even consider it, may even try it out for a while, they ultimately discover that they don't want to learn more about Jesus Christ. They reject him as their Lord and Savior. When the secrets of the kingdom do not enter our hearts, then, to quote Proverbs 26, the parable becomes as useless as a lame man's legs and a thorn going up into the hand of a drunkard, a proverb in the mouth of a fools, of fools. At the same time, the Lord Jesus spoke in parables in order to instruct his faithful children, to, to draw those out who believed in the gospel, to bring them closer to him. For the one who has, the Lord Jesus says, more will be given. The parables reveal the citizens of God's kingdom who have faith in Jesus Christ because these children of God allow the preaching, the teaching of Jesus Christ to enter into their hearts. It influences how they live their lives. The differences between believers and unbelievers 
is that only believers are seeking out and, and finding and trying to understand the treasures, the, the secrets of God's gracious love because they listen carefully to what God tells us and they respond in faith. Learning about the kingdom of God and knowing that it is a description of our kingdom and our reality in Jesus Christ that fills us with great joy it increases our love for our triune God. Parables lift up our hearts to God. Bring, they bring us to our knees in worship. Jesus gives us an abundance through his parables by reminding us of who he is as our Lord and what a privilege it is to be a part of his kingdom. Believers have ears that hear. If you love Jesus Christ, you will hunger and thirst for him. You will study his word and his teaching and so give space for that seed to grow and to produce visible fruits in your life. And as we consider our Lord Jesus' description of the nature of the different responses, we also see that the Lord Jesus in our text explained why people respond differently to the gospel message contained in the parables. You see the reason for this difference. If you read the parable of the sower, and as it's explained as well, you can see the different responses to Jesus' gospel preaching are not the fault of the teacher or the teaching, the word that is being scattered like seed. In the parable, all different kinds of soil receive the same kind of seed, which is distributed in the same way. Our Lord is focusing his attention on those who, who saw him in the flesh, who, who heard his teaching. He, he's speaking about a difference among people who receive the same word and instruction. Jesus is talking to covenant children of God to whom God had revealed himself in distinction from all those who had never heard the gospel preaching before. Jesus in our text is talking about different responses that can be found among the church. The gospel message was, was knocking on the doors of their hearts as the, the Lord Jesus himself as Savior was calling his people, the people of God, to repentance. They had the privilege of seeing miracles that Jesus said would have caused Tyre and Sidon and Sodom to repent and believe if they had seen them. Matthew 11 verses 20 to 24. What had happened among the people of God to make our Lord Jesus conclude that a Roman centurion had more faith than all of Israel he says in Matthew 8, the Lord Jesus makes it very clear that simply holding the secrets of the kingdom of heaven in your hand, simply knowing the list of parables that our Lord Jesus, uh, that the Lord Jesus taught, or simply knowing the promises of the triune God given to you at your baptism, that's not enough. Speaking to the disciples and everyone who believes the gospel message our Lord Jesus says in verse 11, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. Now there we see the reason for the different responses to the gospel proclamation. It's that God 
gives some people understanding while he doesn't give it to others. In the Old Testament, there were many nations surrounding Israel who did not hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in our teaching, the Lord, in his teaching, the Lord Jesus even reminds the covenant people of this, in the days of Elijah. In Jesus' day, there were many people who did not hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. He came primarily to the covenant people of God in Palestine. Even among those who heard the gospel, God did not open their eyes to see the reality of who he was. We can kind of think of that servant who was with Elisha, who, who couldn't see the army that was surrounding the city. Because ever since the fall into sin, we by nature are inclined to hate God and our neighbor. No one is able to believe in Jesus Christ in their own strength. Although anyone with access to Christian literature can learn about the gospel message, our Lord Jesus makes it very clear that faith is a gift of God. Now, how does that make you, fellow believer, feel? Understand that you have faith because of the grace of God. To understand that you are only able to believe the gospel because God himself gives you knowledge and understanding of his revelation. As we were walking in today, we could have seen the display text, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12, that beautiful celebration. Now we have received the spirit, we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. People believe in God. You believe in God. Only when God in his good pleasure and his will opens your eyes. And then we can understand what our Lord Jesus meant when he says in verse 16, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. If you believe in the triune God, it's not because you are just a little better or a little smarter, or a little more logical, or maybe a little more spiritual, or, or maybe better raised than others who don't believe. But it is because God has shown you his special favor. We confess in the canons of door, may those to whom so great a grace is granted, beyond and contrary to all that we deserve, acknowledge with a humble and grateful heart that the Lord has blessed them very richly indeed. Do you understand the parables? You are blessed by God. And the good news is that God in his grace calls all people to repentance so that no one who truly desires to glorify the Lord by his grace will ever be prevented from this eternal blessing. The Lord Jesus came into the world to save sinners, those whom God had given to him before the foundation of the world. We can see this work happening in our very lives. And as the good shepherd, in reading John 10, verses 3 to 4, as the good shepherd, he calls his sheep by name and leads everyone who hears his voice. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And we see then our response. 
to this difference. By stating the truth of the kingdom of heaven, Jesus made all those who heard him see where they were in God's eyes and also put a personal decision, a responsibility to decide where they wanted to be. When Jesus taught with parables, he was calling all those whom God had given to him to now follow, to walk in that truth. And when we hear parables, and we need to take it very seriously, we need, to, we need to think about our response. What kind of soil does the seed of God's word find in our hearts? Jesus explained that his parables had the function of revealing hearts and strengthening people in their convictions. They strengthen those who have faith, but harden those in unbelief. Verses 11 and 12 explains that. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And today, although we have both the parable and its explanation available, we could say we're, we're better off than those people who saw Jesus while they were standing on the beach. We have that parable and we have that explanation, but it can still happen that we simply treat it as a neat story about farmers sowing seed without allowing the truth that the parable reveals to impact our lives. And so parables force us to ask ourselves whether we are truly thankful to hear the voice of our good shepherd as he is revealing our kingdom? Does the parable we are hearing lead us to examine our own hearts and to see how we are receiving God's word? Do you respond to, to the reading like we had this morning by, by thinking about those things in your life that you need to, to cut out because it's choking the implanted seed of the word? Does, does the teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ lead us to repentance? Does it give you that longing to be a plant producing a hundredfold fruit? What reactions? What changes? What impact do Jesus' parables have on your life? He, our Lord, purposely chose these, this way of teaching to draw us, to, to bring us, to, to look at that. And if you, the parable you hear is not causing a response of faith and joy and worship, then it may be revealing that you have a hard heart, that your understanding of the gospel is very shallow, or that you have allowed the, the thorns to grow up and be more important in your life than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, the good news is that ever since the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, his victory over death, his ascension into heaven, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we may know even more than many prophets and righteous people. Verse 17, they were only longing to see what we see, to hear what we hear. And then we, we understand how that increases our responsibility as we hear the preaching of the gospel. It is this good news that God scattered now throughout all the world so that everyone 
can have an opportunity to hear the parables with new ears and respond in faith. The farmer knows that not all his seeds would take root, but he still casts it over all the soil. Although our Lord Jesus knew there would be different responses, this did not stop him from teaching everyone. In fact, he was exposing where we stand today so that we can still repent before he returns. And the Lord Jesus is seriously calling everyone to turn to him in faith, to be brought in to the kingdom of heaven. And he is calling you, dear covenant child, to confess your sins, to repent, to receive his grace and his love with joy. Everyone who believes in the victory of Jesus Christ will see how the parables confirm his victory for us. If you believe that God works faith in your heart, then when you hear the parables, you will experience God working faith in your heart. Whoever believes that God will preserve and increase his church will be comforted and confirmed in this conviction when they hear Jesus' parables. If God has given you ears to hear the very gospel that the prophets and righteous people of old had longed to hear, you are very blessed indeed. Today is a day of great celebration and thanks to God as we give him all the glory. May God continue to bless our eyes so that they see and our ears so that they hear and our hearts so that we understand and repent and hunger and thirst and grow and produce fruit. Hunger and thirst for righteousness and grow and produce fruit. Amen.